Welcome, everybody, on into the Smash Mouth Football Podcast. It is me, your host, Gavin, here with Chris McGuire. Chris, I try to be a little more enthusiastic this time. You said I was depressed last time, so I had to kick it up a notch. Well, you went from depressed to uh, snorting a line with LT, but, you know, it's all good. <laughs> You're LT, well, not the Chargers LT, right? Uh, you know, the, the real LT. Oh, uh, one, yeah. Only LT. With Danny Tom Winston until Danny Tom Winston. There's one LT. Always. Okay. All right. And there's no bias there. No. 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 Not at all. Not even a little bit. I mean, we're comparing <laughs> the best. We're comparing the best defensive player in NFL history to a running back. You know, it's, hey, look, it's it, Chris. They were both MVPs. Yeah. Uh, which Which one's more impressive? Which one was on Coke their their entire career? Hey, hey, we're talking about play here. We're not talking about who is a drug addict. We, I mean, we, technically, we don't know. I mean, not not to not to slander Ladainian Tomlinson's name, but you know, I'm I'm sure he's a clean guy. But who know, we don't know him. That's he might true. have some skeletons in his closet. It's true. Speaking of that, uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, just a quick go over the breaking news. Um, him and was it Brian Edwards? Is that the other guy's name? Uh, yeah, um, Mike Edwards. Mike Edwards. Brian Edwards is the guy in the Raiders. Mike Edwards. They have both been suspended three games for um, misrepresenting their vaccination status. Now, this isn't like confirming everything the chef guy said. Like, we don't know if this is directly saying that he has a fake vaccine card or whatnot. But we just know that something was found out by the NFL that he was misrepresenting. And so now he's suspended three games. And we were kind of talking about this in our group chat where, you know, AB probably wasn't going to return for the next week or so anyways with his sprained ankle injury so really it's only like a game or so suspension for ab um it's not a huge deal for him uh but and and maybe that's why they haven't put him on ir yet because he got injured in like week five against the eagles um and hasn't played a game since and typically you know ir is only three games so you think they would have put him on ir at this point unless they maybe knew that this was going to happen or else i don't really understand why else they wouldn't unless they were just not sure that he each week if he was going to come back or not but i'm just confused with the whole like obviously like like, this is a felon felony felon this is a felony i mean yeah and it's just kind of weird because like obviously we don't know if it was a fake vaccination card but what else could it have been like he said he was vaccinated it's like like to me it's like it's pretty black and white. It's either you are or you're not. You checked the vaccination card. If it was fake, like that's a felony. And that's it. Grand, like whether or not you believe it should be a felony or whether or not you believe in the whole vaccine, like we're not going to get political and all that into that bullshit, whatever. But like to the law, like that's a felony. And him getting only three games seems kind of weird if it was in fact a fake vaccine card, which I just don't know what else it could have been like how like what else could it have been yeah i don't know because if you're saying that he was misrepresenting his vaccine status by saying he was vaccinated and he wasn't well obviously they he needed to present a vaccine card at some point and if he wasn't vaccinated but had a vaccine card then there's no other option other than it was fake so um i don't know uh but a three-game suspension seems a little light for a felony. You're definitely right on that. But yeah, which granted, maybe... like, you know, it. I I just I just don't understand how like his lawyer. Can... Hey, look, his lawyer or his agent or whatever says that he's vaccinated, right? He said yeah. he says that he's vaccinated, and he just doesn't want to go through like the the long drawn-out process of proving the NFL wrong, and they're just gonna eat it and keep going, which is. That my bullshit meter is going all the way off the the charts on that one, but I mean, what else are you gonna say? Yeah, my guy did it's, it. It's it's like a little kid cursing, and then somebody going, "You don't even know what that means," and he goes, "I know what it means. I just don't. I just want to tell you because you don't know what it means." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but anyway, I whatever. It's. It is what it is. It's not really off-brand for AB. So, and I don't know. I don't know. So, well, it's the least shocking news ever. Yeah, yeah. So, let's get into these picks real quick. We've already we've gone over the Dallas New Orleans um, 
spread, which has moved to Dallas minus six, but you know, we picked a Dallas minus four and a half and I picked the saints. So there's that, uh, Toronto Armstead is out. Kamara's out. I think there's another lineman that's out. Is it Ramchek? Is he out too? Uh, Ramchek is out, I believe. So your two starting tackles and your running back are out. That, that is kind of rough. Um, I'm surprised I wonder, that only the point and a half. Honestly. I wonder. Um, yeah, Ramchek, Ramchek is out. Uh, I wonder, though. This has nothing to do with the line. Uh, Randy Gregory. Or, I'm sorry, not Randy Gregory. Uh, DeMarcus, DeMarcus Lawrence, Lawrence is back. DeMarcus yeah. Lawrence is back today. What are they going to do with Micah Parsons? Because if I'm them, like, you have, like, lucked into arguably a top five pass rusher in the NFL with Micah Parsons. Yeah. And he was drafted and, as an off-ball linebacker. Yeah. So, like, if I'm them, I mean, for, if you're anybody, what you should do is just, like, just count your blessings and go, man, we we got a guy who can be a defensive player of the year in his rookie year. Uh, I doubt it, but, you know, he'll be up there. Like, why would you move him to off-ball linebacker? So, hopefully, I mean, not hopefully because I'm a Giant fan, obviously, but, you know, if you're a Cowboy fan, you probably should root for the fact that he's arguably a top five, top, definitely top ten pass rusher in the NFL right now, and they should keep him that way. So, and then I'm get, rid of, get rid of Randy Gregory probably at this point for off off the field and on the field reasons. I mean, he's never been bad, but just he's been a distraction most of his career. And obviously he's not better than either one of Demarcus Lawrence or Micah Parsons. So why, why have all that redundancy there? Yeah, especially if he's yeah. going to want a bigger contract. So, yeah. So get what you can out of Randy Gregory. Um, and yeah, I would probably keep him at D end. Cause I mean, D end is just a better, it's, it's a much more valuable position than off ball linebacker anyway. Unless, you know, the only argument is if you have a guy like Luke Keekley, which I don't think, Micah Parsons is that kind of linebacker anyway. So, I mean, if Luke Kiku was able to rush the passer, you you damn right you better put Luke Kiku a pass rusher. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I suppose if you're an elite pass rusher, yeah, that's one thing. But I don't know because like Bobby Wagner can rush the passer too, and they don't like. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, as an elite pass rusher, like you can be an elite pass rusher, like Micah Parsons is showing already. You stay at pass rusher. But anyway, let's get to our picks. Yeah. Uh, so we'll topic. Little NFC North matchup here. Um, Minnesota minus seven at Detroit. Um, Chris, your Detroit money line bet didn't go as you expected on Thanksgiving against the Bears. Um, are you going for it here? Uh, I just want to say, uh, Dan Campbell, uh, Campbell, um, uh, you said that you were going to, uh, what was the quote? They were going to eat kneecaps or uh, where the fuck it was? They were going to get knocked down and then on the way back up, they were going to take a chunk out of the other guy's kneecap. Okay, so uh, first of all, one, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> that was a fucking lie. Um, quote Tyler, the creator, in that one fucking interview. Uh, <laughs> that was a fucking lie. Um yeah, uh, I've never seen, you know, that's 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 a complete exaggeration. I've seen it before. But, like, what pussy play calling and just the pussy game management from Dan Campbell, a guy who's, who, like, was talking so ferociously, to, biting other people's kneecaps and all that shit. And, and you know, I, I yes, I had money on this game. I'm upset about it. But, like. If anybody can tell me why Dan Campbell, uh, Campbell deserves a job after this, other than the fact that, oh, he took over a shitty situation, of course it wasn't going to look good. Give me a, give me another reason other than that, because, like, he's doing nothing to add any sort of positive, uh, like, game plan or advantage that can come out of the situation. He well, doesn't was add, anyone he doesn't hopeful for this hire when it first happened? I mean... I mean just like archetype wise, this dude was a tight end coach. Like, just look at him. Just look at him. You know, like just literally just look at his face and tell me you think that's like an analytically driven, super genius head coach. That man looks like he was like, like Brock Lesnar's fucking brother. It's just, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. The things he he was saying when he got high, I don't know. I was going to give him a chance because like, he seemed fun, right? 
he, he didn't seem like the typical head coach, but he just, you know, I didn't have fucking fun, Gavin. <laughs> I lost money. No one told you to bet lines money line. No one told you to do that. It was a good bet. They were winning like a good portion of the game. It was close the entire way. And, and then what happened? Dan Campbell happened. Yeah. God damn it. That was a rough game to watch in general, Horrible. especially if you have money on it. But it was bad. It was not something I wanted to sit around on Thanksgiving while all the food was being made and just try to enjoy a day with my family. And I have to watch the Bears and the Lions struggle to not lose. It's bad. Bad. and Jared Goff prime time is not what I want to watch. There is a portion during the game where I almost talk politics to my family just so I didn't have to watch the game. <laughs> like everyone, uh, so Kyle Rittenhouse, huh? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I just avoided, avoided that monstrosity. Not, not that my parents were for Kyle Rittenhouse or anything like that. We're not going to get into any of that. But no, I, I almost talked fucking politics to my family, and I fucking hate politics. So, yeah, yeah. no. No, I'm ha- that, should, that should tell you something, yeah. Yeah, I finished I finished the game and everything was fine. Um, but yeah, uh, in terms of the sign, you said it was uh, seven point. You, you said the spread, right? Yeah, I did. Minnesota minus seven. Okay, so I'm going to take Minnesota. I just, you know, and I, I hate that this, this is where I'm going with it because you guys are going to make fun of me because I brought it up recently and it just seems like the theme keeps coming up. DeAndre Swift is... The best, best receiver on this team. Who else is Jared Goff getting the ball to? Uh, uh, Quintez Cephas. Like, exactly. So, like, who, who <laughs> yeah. can legitimately... Well, Hawkinson, like, obviously, is the obvious answer, but... Yeah, Hawkinson, yeah, of course. But, you know, they've been up and down, that the chemistry between them. Like, I just don't see how uh, Jared Goff and this offense is going to consistently move the ball and in the opposite direction to get back on the Arby's don't matter train. Dalvin Cook being out might actually help Minnesota in this game in terms of covering the spread because they're going to be passing the ball more, I assume. And any wide receiver core with Justin Jefferson, Adam Phelan, asking them to score points, like I'm taking that all day. I think they'll be able to move the ball efficiently with Kirk Cousins, and I think they'll cover spread by seven at least. You don't think Mike Zimmer's going to run the ball 25 times regardless? I mean, he will, but sorry, I'll try to buy the chip. <laughs> I think I think you know, Alexander Madison still might get 25 carries in this game. He, he might, but I think uh, you know he's not going to be as efficient as Dalvin Cook, and that'll get him some more pass da- uh, passing down situations where maybe, you know, they'll... they'll, they'll, they'll well, what's your pick, though? I'm I'm gonna take Minnesota. I just because I'm not I'm not interested in laying any kind of money with Detroit. Not that we're actually betting this, but I just still I'm not I'm not I'm not laying my reputation in the hands of Detroit covering. So yeah, uh, Connor impeachment. You agree with us going Minnesota? No, that's bad. All right. Well, okay. This was no, okay. Arizona. The next game is Arizona minus seven and a half. A little crossing that little threshold there at seven at Chicago. So uh, both of the perpetrators of the Thanksgiving Day shit fest back to back. Um, so uh, Arizona minus seven and a half. Dude, I don't know. I think Arizona. Okay, so Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins are both back. Um, I don't know if they're both 100, percent but um, are they back though? Because they were they're, limited they're today. They're expected to play this week. Is the last notification that I got. We thought they were going to play last week, though. Yeah, we did. Um, I just know that today that was the that was the last notification that I got. They were both expected to play, unless something else. Unless a development happens that, you know, prevents them. They're on track to play this week. So it's been like five weeks, hasn't it? Or whatever, you know, uh, four. So I'm going to think they play. I don't know. I'm not ready to bet. I'm just, I hate it. It's a lot of points, but I'm just not ready to 
to put my money in the hands of Justin Fields yet. He hasn't he hasn't been consistent enough. He's only had that one good primetime game, really. So, well, and, wait, is he even back? Or is, no, it's still Andy he, Dalton. He was practicing, but Andy Dalton was taking reps with the starters. So I don't know if that's like a... I don't know if that's Matt Nagy trying to protect Justin Fields and just say, okay, we're going to have you practice, but you're probably not going to play this week. Or if that's him saying, Andy Dalton has played better than you, so we're playing Andy Dalton. I, I hope no it's the former. I but, agree. Yeah. But uh, anyway, you're I'm taking Arizona. Yeah. Uh, Connor's agreeing with you. Peach is taking Chicago, and I am taking Chicago. Uh, on the off chance that Kyler Murray does not play, I'm not taking Arizona seven and a half. And also, even if he does play, who knows? Maybe he's rusty. He's been limited in practice this week. We've seen other quarterbacks come back. We've seen Dak come back from injury. We've seen Lamar come off of illness. We've seen Russell Wilson have three weeks straight being injured. We've seen quarterbacks who have been injured and come back this year who have come back and come back very rusty. I think this could be the case this week with Kyler Murray, uh, especially if D-Hop's potentially not playing as well. Yeah, I'm going Chicago. Fair enough. All right. Tampa Bay. Arizona to win regardless, though. Well, sure. Tampa Bay minus 11, traveling to Atlanta. Um, Chris, is Atlanta the worst team in the league? Clearly not. I mean, one. Yeah. Like, they're hovering around 500. They clearly can't be the worst team in the league. How? They're not a good team. I'm I'm not arguing that, but, like, they're clearly not, like, the worst team in the league. Yeah, they're not the worst, but they've gotten blown out a few times. Like watching watching that game against the Cowboys. I mean, you look at that team and that looks like the worst team in the league. I mean, they can't compete with good teams, but they can definitely compete with some average to below average teams. But that's just them. Like they they're gonna be in close games if the team is around their level. And Cowboys, much better team. Panthers. Beat the Panthers. Panthers not a good, that good of a team. Giants not a good team. Beat the Giants. Wait, like, the Falcons did not beat the Panthers, didn't they? Oh wait, what my no. what my nineteen to thirteen or whatever is what we. we oh, sorry, I had the score mixed mixed my head. Sorry. Um, who'd they be? Who the Falcons be? Who am I? Who am I me- messing up right now? I don't know who the Falcons beat. To be honest, um, who did they just beat? They just beat the Jaguars. I know that. Oh, right, 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 right. I mean, yeah, fair. Uh, I, I, I don't know who, I, I don't know where the Falcons' wins, like, have come from. They beat um, the Jets, they beat the Dolphins, and they beat, um... The Jaguars. Jaguars. Okay, so is that just four wins? They only have four wins? Oh, they beat the Saints. Gotcha. Different NFC opponent, NFC South opponents. I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, they've got, yeah, they, they've, they've gotten blown out by the Eagles. They've got, I mean, they've gotten blown out by the Cowboys. They got blown out by the Patriots. Uh, they beat the Jaguars by seven, the Saints by two, lost to the Panthers, beat the Dolphins by two, beat the Jets by seven, lost to Washington, beat the Giants by three. Got like, none of these teams are good. Like none huh? of the teams they beat are good whatsoever, and every every good team they've played, they've gotten blown out by. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, Buccaneers have already beat it, them forty-eight to twenty-five. I mean, you said it right there. I mean, I'm taking Tampa Bay, but yeah. I just, but there's nothing to get. Like they don't have Calvin Ridley playing. Uh, you know, maybe this is like a Kyle Pitts kind of day. Cordell Patterson. I mean, like he got a little shaken. There's up. been opportunities to that. Calvin Ridley's been out for what four or five weeks now. Like, yeah, and... no, I know. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not counting on it. I'm just saying maybe. Like, that's really the only case I can see. It's like I just, I, I, you know, I just don't see this being a close game. Eleven points is a lot. Yeah, and it's a divisional game. But I'm still, I'm still gonna take. I'm still going to take Tom Brady. Yeah, P. Schmitty and Connor disagreeing. They're going Atlanta, but I'm also going Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I get I get 11 points is a lot, but fuck the Falcons. All right, so. On to the next game. Next game is um, Indianapolis, another big spread. Indianapolis minus 10 traveling to Houston. Another divisional game, big spread. Um, is Terod... 
Gerard's fine, right? He didn't get hurt again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they just lost, but I don't know. Ten points is a lot. Houston's Houston is bad, but I don't know. I I feel like just with the points with Terod Taylor, I'll take Houston and cover. Unfortunately. P. Schmitty and Connor agree with you. I'm going to Indianapolis. I just, you know, I, there's just, Houston's so bad. They're such a horrible team. And yeah. I feel like, I feel like we kind of have two weeks of them winning in our heads where they beat the Jaguars week one where nobody expected it, which looking back now, it's like everybody probably should have expected it looking at this horrendous Jaguar team. And then they beat the Titans where the Titans had nobody. So it's like, you know, yeah, they're better than we thought, but what we thought was legitimately one of the worst teams in NFL history, and they're not that, but they're horrible regardless. So I'm going Indianapolis. I think Indianapolis should be able to kill them. Yeah. Okay, Philly minus seven going to the Jets. Um, Jalen Hurts had a bad game uh, this last week against the Giants. Lost to the Giants. However. I'd say as bad as the Giants are, they are considerably better than the Jets. Um, So, especially with Zach Wilson, I just, Philly has blown out some bad teams this year. So, I feel like I'm fine with picking Philly minus seven here. I really got to stop chewing. I'm so hungry. I don't know why. Chris is stuffing his face while I give my pit takes, hoping I give longer takes than I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going Philly as well. I mean, I mentioned the stat last week where they've just been going off on teams and starting their run game. And we're talking about the worst run defense in the NFL and the uh, New York Jets. They should be able to ground and pound them again. Uh, I thought the Chargers were the worst in the NFL. Well, Chargers are like they were for a while, but they've slowly gone up. And by by that, they've slightly, slightly, slightly upgraded. Whereas the Jets have just been so horrendous. It's just, uh, you know, actually in terms of uh, rush EPA, uh, well, it really depends. Uh, now, that, now that I'm lo- looking back over it. Uh, some metrics have the Jets as the worst. I know PFF has them as the worst graded run defense but the worst running epa is the vikings shockingly enough ah uh then then the chargers then the giants which fair (laughs) and then the jets uh yeah i yeah i think they should be able to run all over the jets uh their run defense is horrible and i just you know i know seven's a lot but i just uh, there's nothing about this jets offense with Zach Wilson playing, that gives me much confidence. And the Eagles secondary is not bad. I mean, Darius Slay is having a hell of a year. Yeah. So I, I feel like any kind of competent corner going against Zach Wilson should be fine. So, yeah. Uh, did you say what the what the other two said? J-E-T-S, shut, shut, shut. Yeah, they both said Jets. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay. As Chris continues to eat. <laughs> okay. Um this next game I feel like I feel like this will be a really good game. Uh battle of the um 2020 draft class, right? Uh we have Joe Burrow going against Justin Herbert. Um Justin Herbert traveling to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a 3-point home favorite here. Um You know this is tough. It really is. Um, but just because I feel like it's, this is a, I feel like they're, they're pretty even. I don't know. Cincinnati's better. Cincinnati is better as a team. And wait, before I answer this, which actually you, you can even go first. Have, have you put a four? I know you put a fork in the Browns. Have you put a fork in the Chargers like officially? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I said it a couple of weeks ago. They're not competitors. They're really not. And it, when I'm like really looking at up and down this roster, they're, they're very top heavy. They're not a good team. Like it's Justin Herbert, who's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, arguably a top five quarterback this year. Uh, you got Keenan Allen, you got Mike Williams, who Mike Williams is like 
balling. I don't know if he's hurt, but like he's been non-existent for like since like week five. Um, and then you got Derwin James, uh, Joey Bosa, and that's it. Uh, that's a, I, I guess Jerry Tillery, but like other than that, it's like who do we got? Yeah, that's uh, Chris Harris, right? Is he still on the Chargers? Yeah, yeah, he's on the Chargers. Yeah, he's, and he's fine. Like you know, we got a bunch of like we, it just. Defense is fine outside of the run defense, and the offense is fine. It's just like they're. I don't know. I don't. Maybe maybe me saying the roster isn't good isn't like a good because like I'm thinking about it, like they've got like a lot of pieces, but like it's just for some reason. I don't know if it's the run defense. I don't know if it's the inefficiencies on first and second down, but they just they're an extremely inconsistent team. Like they're not there yet. I think maybe, maybe saying the roster isn't all that good was inaccurate, but maybe saying that like we've, like we've said on the Cardinals last year, where we said we're a year too early on Kyler and the Cardinals. I think we're not a year too early on Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert's awesome. But I think we're a year too early on the Chargers being like a real threat. Yeah. I, it just sucks because I, you know, every year you were kind of waiting for the Chargers to be good with Phillip Rivers. I just hope it's not the same way with Justin Herbert because, like, Phillip Rivers was a fine quarterback and he just never had any kind of legitimate success in the Chargers, even though he was a pretty, pretty good quarterback, um, arguably Hall of Fame worthy. Um, and so I hope Justin Herbert is able to have some kind of different success and he's not cursed the same way that just uh philip rivers was but yeah um i suppose i'll take cincinnati here but yeah i'm i'm also going cincinnati um you know i they're a run heavy team with a quarterback like joe burrow who is playing excellent this year uh and you know that mix right there it should I think should be able to hold off the Chargers having Joe Burrow play well and then also playing uh being a run heavy team against uh one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. Uh this question real quick for you. If you had to guess where like you if you had to say just uh top of your head like Justin Herbert's probably a what like top what quarterback in the NFL in terms of, like arm strength. Arm strength? Arm strength. Uh... I feel like it's a trick question. I mean, I'd, I'd probably say seven, eight. That's fair. I mean, he's he's in, he's in the top echelon in terms of yeah. arm strength. Are you, you know, he in is terms of like his average depth of target? Are you gonna? No, not even the average depth of target. In terms of his deep pass percent, uh, deep pass percentage. Ah, he currently ranks thirty second in the NFL in deep pass percentage. That's weird because last year it was like he was way efficient in all like the very unstable metrics. We've been over this a thousand times, you know, laid down under pressure, blah, blah, blah. But he also had like randomly just 80 yard bombs that would, you know, flip the field. Seemed like every week. Yeah. You haven't really been getting that this year, right? Is that, you know? No, like, no you're not. I mean, he's got, he, He's awesome. Like he's fifth in the NFL in deep completion percentage, but they're just not using him in that way. And it's kind of hard uh, to, it's kind of hard to sustain drives every week saying, okay, we need to go 10 play drives and score. Like that doesn't happen. Like most of the more like efficient offenses in the NFL, like, yeah, you're going to have your 10 play drives, but you need some sort of like explosive plays. And this offense isn't doing a lot of that right now. Yeah. And it's not and it's not because they can't do it. Clearly, Justin Herbert can do it. He's, he has the fifth highest percentage completion percentage on deep passes this year. But they're just not using him as a weapon in terms of that. It, they're using that as a weapon. And it's amazing to me. Uh, so. Oh, no, uh, I don't really like this pick, but I am going Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, I, I hate this pick because it can really go either way, but I am going Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, okay. New York Giants, led by the neck master himself, Mike Glennon, traveling to Miami. 
Miami is a four and a half point favorite here at home. Um, Miami, Miami's been on a little bit of a hot streak as of late. Beat the Ravens, beat the Panthers. Um, pretty convincingly, not so much the Ravens. That was just an awful game, but beat the Panthers pretty convincingly, convincingly. Um, and with Mike Glennon playing with an already stagnant offense, I just, you know, we, might, huh? I don't know if Mike Glennon's going to be the starting quarterback. I think Daniel Jones might play. You think even with, I mean, he's, pra- he's, he's practiced like fully. Not fully, but like, I don't know. I I'm not, I'm not like confident. In it. Obviously, like we got one more practice to go tomorrow. I think even a Daniel but, Jones with a fucked up neck, I'm still taking Miami to cover. Personally, I am not going to take Miami. I'm taking the Giants. Uh, and my reason being is that this spread isn't small enough. Like four and a half for Miami with, you know, like that offense, which you know they don't. Like they got one weapon, and that's the RPO game. Like they're not there, and this is. I don't know. Like they're just neither team is good enough in this game to get five, like almost five points, in my opinion. Even with Mike Glennon starting, even if Mike Glennon start is starting, I might still even take this spread because Miami Dolphins are not that good to deserve this line. And you know, and. You know, I'm and I'm not saying that the Giants can't get blown out in this game. I wouldn't be shocked. The Giants are a bad team, a really <laughs> bad team going into this game. Just outlook and process wise. How like I, I Miami's not a good team either. Like, they're, they're, like why? Like, why would I pick Miami for now? That, that, I don't personally, I don't get that, but I can see it either way. Uh, if, it was, if it was Mike Lennon, 100 percent, I'd get it more. Uh, it's probably gonna be Mike Glennon, but you know, I just have this feeling. I think I think Daniel Jones is gonna play. Uh, and if he does, I think it's gonna be a lot closer than the spreads making it out to be. Uh, but Peach May is picking the Giants, and Connor's agreeing with you. He's going Miami. Okay. Um. All right, Washington. Washington football team traveling to Las Vegas. Las Vegas is a two and a half point favorite here. Um. I like, I like Washington here to be a little feisty. Um, I feel like that's a pretty good word to use when describing them, uh, especially Taylor Heineke. Um, that dude, that dude's a grinder. He's a Gruden grinder. Oh, by um, the way, uh, some breaking news real quick in the whole Antonio Brown situation. So uh, Antonio Brown, Mike Edwards, and free agent John Franklin all originally submitted fake vaccination cards. That is why they got suspended. All three are now legitimately vaccinated. Ah, that's so, still a felony. Yes, indubitably. Um, so let's carry on. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I was saying Heineke was if 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 Gruden wasn't uh, a piece of shit, Heineke definitely would be a Gruden grinder. I feel like if he was still doing that segment, um, I feel like that that describes him pretty well. So, um, I don't know. I just feel like I don't like either team here, but I don't, don't really know if Vegas, I mean, I guess I, Vegas did just beat the Cowboys, but I don't, I don't really know. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and just take, take Washington to cover. Uh, my Raiders are going to put fucking Taylor Heineke at Gruden Grinder. Back to where he came from, which is the—I don't know where he comes from, to be honest. I, I shouldn't have started that sentence if I didn't know where he came from. But regardless, Las Vegas is going to win. They're going to cover. Simply put, they just looked like a much better offense against the Cowboys. And yeah, they had a lot of luck in terms of like a lot of uh, pass interference uh, calls that were questionable. Blah blah blah, yada yada yada. But in general, they just looked better. They looked like a better offense. Uh, I am a little concerned because Darren Waller m- might be out. He didn't practice today. Uh, Josh Jacobs, for what that's worth, personally, it doesn't. It's not worth anything to me personally. I don't think Josh Jacobs is is really a factor. He's he's, he's part of the Mr. Running Back himself. No, I, uh, no. I, I, I've explained this before. <laughs> if you are the number one receiver on your team as a running back, you automatically matter. 
Uh, that is Alvin Kamara. That is DeAndre Swift. Whether they should matter, that's a different discussion because they shouldn't matter. Uh, they should not matter, but because of the way their offenses are, they have to matter. Uh, with that said, in terms of like Josh Jacobs, no, he does not matter whatsoever. He does not affect my opinion whatsoever on this line, whether he plays or whether he does not. But Las Vegas offense, they looked a lot better. They've been in a, they've been in a really, really bad uh, uh, spat of late. Like they, they've just been really cold ever since the Henry Rugg situation. Gruden's been gone. But they looked a little bit back to normal. And I don't know if it's because of Deshaun Jackson or what, but just having that deep threat on the team and him potentially playing a bigger role, I think it, it does it does a little bit of a... It, it helps open up underneath for everybody else. Hunter Renfro had the career day. Uh, I'm Yeah, I'm picking Las Vegas. Uh, two and a half. I, I like it. Okay. Word. Um, Baltimore minus four and a half at Pittsburgh. Uh, really quick, I... Dude... I know, I know Lamar played bad. I get it. Um, but I don't really care. Uh, even, even though he played terribly, they still won by six against the Browns. Now, granted, Baker played pretty poorly, too. Regardless, though, I'm still going to take... I'm still going to take Baltimore here. I just, I just think they're just a much better team, and Big Ben is sad, and I don't know. I don't really have much analysis here other than I just feel like Baltimore is more than four and a half points better than Pittsburgh. So here it goes. Another another Chris McGuire authentic fork. I am putting a fork in the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I think they're going to win this game. They're not contenders. They're not. They, they legitimately just aren't. They don't have the offensive coordinator, offensive play calling that's Going to like if they get in a situation and I there when it comes to the playoffs, it, this is just what happens. You're going to have to pass the ball. You're going to have to pass the ball efficiently. They do not have the offensive play caller to consistently pass the ball, uh, and they don't have the running game of recent years where Lamar Jackson's running for like 70, 80 yards along with the 150 plus from. Uh, Mark Ingram or J.K. Dobbins, et cetera, et cetera. Like, this is just, it's not a very, very efficient offense. It's its kind of middle of the road. And with that being said, we were they're talking about Greg Roman as a head coach candidate a couple years we ago. We were. I mean, it was, it was exciting. It was an exciting MVP year. And then, like, now, like, everybody, like, the book is out. Everybody knows what Greg Roman's calling. Like, he's not, he's not a good, he's, like, in terms of, like, run schemes and everything like that, he's, he's awesome, especially, like, running quarterbacks. This is a passing league. And they don't do it efficiently enough to really go far. And with that defense not being as dominant as it usually is, it you know they're missing a lot of guys, a lot of injuries. But it's just they're not they're not they're not the Ravens from last year. They're not. They're 17th in defensive EPA. Their offense is extremely inconsistent, as we've seen. I don't see how anybody can look at this team except except if you're using. They're 18th in offense in EPA. If you think this team is competitor, you are just you're con- you're not con- you're just trying to confirm your priors, really. Because otherwise, this is just simply an average team. They're an average team with a good record. Chris, can, I'm can a- you name five contenders in the AFC? In the AFC, um, okay, uh, Chiefs, Bills, um, Patriots. Uh, I'll give you the healthy Titans, right? Healthy Titans, yeah. Definitely healthy Titans. Um, Who's that fifth team in the AFC? I don't know. Does there have to be a fifth team? I don't think there is. I don't think there is one, to be honest. Because I think uh, it, it would be the Ravens, right? Or the Colts, maybe, if you're willing to put them there. I don't think the Colts were that good, personally. I think they're I mean, yeah, playoff- they better than... Then who is the fifth best team in the AFC? I guess my question. Fifth like, best team, it would be it would be the Ravens, but I don't think the fifth best team is a contender. It's fair, even. But the Bills, though, like even I mean, I get that they're good. I get that the pieces they're there, but they they lost some pretty awful games. No, for sure. But yet again, like even when the Ravens have won, they haven't won very convincingly. Like when the Bills have won, when like when the Bills have been on, it's been because. Josh Allen has been on. Josh Allen, he's been like a, he's been a roller coaster this year. Lamar Jackson and this offense for most of the year, it's been most. It's honestly like been. It's just been kind of just 
stagnant. And yet I've had like bad games the last two games, but other than that, it's just mainly just been like this. There's no ups, there's no really downs. Like we've we had the one insane game from Lamar against the Colts. And other than that, like that's really been it. Like this offense is not it's not fun to watch. Uh outside of like the Lamar breaking a tackle and running downfield. It's not they're just not a good team. To be blunt. Like they just they need a new coordinator. And they need their know that it's more boring is the Steelers. So no, for sure. Yeah, you did, to bring it back full swing to the uh, to this game, and I've said it multiple times this year, this season. The Ravens don't blow anybody out. Not this version of Ravens. They don't because because of the reasons I mentioned. They don't have a efficient passing passing game to be able to blow people out, and they don't have the run game from previous years to where even if they are up, they're not running clock. They don't they don't blow anybody out. I think the Ravens are going to win. And Steelers are going to cover. Uh, I wish it. I wish it was a little bit. I wish it was closer to six. I wish it was closer to five and a half. But I, I four and a half. I still think Steelers divisional game. Pittsburgh at home. I think they'll be able to cover. All right. Fair enough. Ugh. This next game makes me want to puke. Um. This is our third, third double digit. Um, spread of this week and our final one Jacksonville is traveling to Los Angeles to play the Rams uh, Rams are a 13 point favorite here Um, this is tough it's a shit ton of points the Rams have been playing better or, I mean sorry they've been playing poorly Um, but the Jags are bad not that that's breaking news but I don't know. I feel like every so often you just have these games where like the, like was it last year where like the, the Packers only beat the Jaguars by one point. Like it's yeah. just, you know, just shit like that happens. Um, I don't know if this is a get right game for the Rams or, or what, but I don't know. I guess I'm not going to overthink it. Oh God, this sucks, dude. I mean, listen, you, I'm not even going to over I'm not even going to overthink it. I'm just picking Jacksonville. And the simple reason being is too many points, especially for a team like the Rams, who they are struggling. I, I think they win by at least 10, to be honest. But with that said, uh, they're struggling. They've been struggling. Uh, Odell's missed practice the last two days. Uh, Matthew Stafford, all of his injuries. Like, this is 13 points. Like, that's basically two touchdowns. Like, I... Rams are going to win, and I'm picking Jaguars to cover. That's simple as that. Uh, by the way, uh, while you think it over, i uh, just going to say their, uh, their picks. I don't believe I said their picks for the last two games, I don't think. Uh, Peach Mini picks Vegas. Connor picked Washington, so we got number 2-2 two, two there. I uh, Connor picked Baltimore. Peach Mini picked Pittsburgh. Number 2-2 two, two there. So we got a lot of 2-2s two, in this week. Okay. I'll just uh, I'll take Jacksonville. God, I hate that pick so much. I, I don't it's a horrible pick. Yep. And Connor is getting a lone wolf with the Los Angeles Rams. Might be an easy one for him, but you know, that's how we're doing it. Connor's Connor's going Rams. Peach Mini's going Jacksonville. Russell Wilson is hosting the San Francisco 49ers here um, as a three and a half point underdog at home. Um San Francisco has been rolling, not against super great teams, but like we've said in the last three games, they've scored 30 points in their wins. Uh, Russell Wilson's still, you know, he's not, he's not washed. I mean, he's hurt, but I just, I think, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a reason to pick Seattle here. They're a bad team. Yeah. They're I was a bad I was... team with a bad, with a good banged up quarterback and he's yeah, not playing good. I was going to ask you the same thing. Like maybe this is like a bigger spread, but three and a half, like three and a half, like it's like a, it's a decent spread, especially for like going against a team at home. Uh, Cause Seattle's at home, but like what reason do we have to pick Seattle? The only bright spot in, in Seattle for the last few years has been Russell Wilson and he's not playing like himself. So yeah. So There's I, I I'm picking San Francisco. Connor's picking San Francisco. Peachman, he's going to Seattle. I guess if I had to guess, he didn't tell me his reasoning. If I had to guess, this is this is Russell Wilson's get right game. 
who knows maybe but i just i'll believe it when i see it um all right teddy bridgewater who got a little did he get banged up last game is that why drew lock came in yeah like hit pretty yeah um i think bridgewater should be fine yeah come this week um nine and a half points right okay so denver's at kansas city nine and a half point favorite divisional game I think that's a lot of points to lay with the Chiefs. And also, I'm still not picking the Chiefs after they fuck me over week after week after week. Um, I don't think that's turned out well for me. I feel like uh, they've probably done more harm saying that I'm never going to pick the Chiefs again. But I think even if I didn't have this rule for myself, I would still pick Denver. So uh, I'll take them to cover the nine and a half points there. I mean, I just... What reason do we have to pick the Chiefs? I don't know. It's a lot of points, and Denver's not a terrible team. No, they're not. They're actually a really, really good team. With just Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Exactly. Like, like, this is the team like that where, like, if you're Aaron Rodgers, if you're Russell Wilson, hell, if you're Deshaun Watson, you're sitting back at home and you're watching how this team, against good teams too. We're not not talking about, like, we're we're not talking about – you know, a bunch of like schlubs like like Denver's beating the Cowboys. The Chargers are a pretty good team. They did beat the Chargers. Uh, even though I'm going back on like what I said earlier, we're not that good. We're not. That good. They're, they're they're a pretty good team. Uh, they're not a contender, but they're pretty good. You know what I mean? Uh, with that said, like, like the Broncos, like the Chiefs, I should say, they they haven't blown out anybody, anybody. They their offenses looked. Inept at times, like the the they they won by ten against the Cowboys, but they scored nineteen points in that game. Like if you if you're telling me that the Chiefs are going to blow out the Broncos, and you're talking about a ten point, you're talking about ten points in this game, they have to score more than thirty. And we're talking about a team, we're talking about a team in the uh, Chiefs who has struggled against teams who take away the big plays, and who is better. At taking away big plays in a Vic Vangio defense, like that—that's his defense. Like Brandon Staley, that's like that—that's the same defense. Their their entire defensive scheme is playing cover two, cover four, cover six. All those shell defenses that focus on making sure you do not beat them deep in the passing game on big plays. And when the Chiefs have struggled this year, is because they can't hit the uh, big play and they can't hit the underneath routes consistently. So maybe coming off a bye from the Chiefs, maybe they. Maybe they watched the film. Maybe they said, this is how we keep losing or not dominating like we usually do on offense. And maybe this is the week where they get it right. But I just don't see that. Nine and a half is a lot. I'm picking Denver. And I'm, I think it's the easiest pick of the week. And watch them because I said that we're going to lose. Yeah. Of course you yeah, of course you had to say that. So, yeah. Um, um, Connor picked Denver and Peach Mini picked Denver as well. Yeah. So, scary. But we get lone wolves every once in a while. Or not lone wolves. We get sweeps every once in a while. We get them right. I feel like i don't know the hit rate on them we keep saying we should we should do this i mean we, we had we had yet. we had two last week with we two sweeps two sweeps all right that's good um okay new england this is monday night new england at buffalo <clears throat> buffalo is a two and a half point favorite here new england's rolling they're on a six game win streak we talked about them on tuesday or wednesday sorry um Buffalo has had some weird losses and this kind of just it goes to is Josh Allen going to have a bad week or a good week this New England defense top 10 in EPA Bill Belichick is known he's just known for having games like I feel like he out of anyone can make Josh Allen have a bad game um can take away the number one to you take away Stefan Diggs they still have Emmanuel Sanders it's not like they don't have anybody but I don't know. I just, I think that I'm going to, it's weird though. Cause if you asked me five weeks or four weeks ago, who I'm going to pick, I would, I would pick Buffalo, but I'm taking new England here to cover. I'm taking the bills. Um, I just, overall, I think there's the better team. Uh, I think Josh Allen, I mean, Josh Allen of a few years ago, I would agree with you, but I think this Josh Allen, he's kind of, He's had some old Josh Allen, though. And you just don't know what you're going to get. No, no, you're right. But I don't know. I feel like he's seen enough 
of Bill to where it's not like one of those situations where it's like, oh, it's Josh Allen versus Bill Belichick. I, I feel like, he, you know, he, he had he's had good games against the Patriots before. Uh, they're at home. I, you know, I just, I don't know. I think this is, I think this is the game really where we watch the Patriots take on a healthy Bills team. And this is the game that really tells us who they are. Yeah. In prime time too. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I took Buffalo, Connor took Buffalo, Gavin, you took New England, Peach May's taking New England, another two and two. Uh, by the way, I didn't say our records. I'm 97, 81 and two. Connor's 89, 89 and two. Gavin, you're 91, 87 and two. And Peach Mini is 94, 84 and two. So everybody's 500 or above. So everybody's doing great. This is the show to listen to. Uh, Peach Mini did guarantee that he was going to make every single pick and go. Uh, he's going to be perfect for the week. So see how we that have works. yet to have that happen, but that would be insane. I think what 13 and three is probably our best is our best week so far. Yes. Yeah. No one's ever had a two loss week. Uh, I don't think so. I'll have to go back and check. But I believe 13 and three is the highest. Or yeah. Best. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think that's our show. So I don't think, you know, unless there's been breaking news since um, Zeke is playing tonight, which I guess for all you listening has already happened. So I guess it's not really breaking news. But anyway, all right. Um, as always, thank you guys for listening. And we will catch you guys next week when we've made all of our picks correct. So peace out. Peace out.